Blog Talk Radio. Things that I, I want to bring 
well, speak on, as say some people say, and then we'll go ahead and um, do what we got to do. All right. So with all that being said, I do have a quote of the day for you, and I do have a song of the day for you, which is really an interesting song. Um, I would say listen to the words of the song. Well, the, it's it's part song, part rap, however you want to look at it. But we do have it for you, and we'll be playing that here shortly. And as I mentioned before, we do have a quote of the day, which I think is very, very good, uh, if I say, may say so myself. And um, so we're going to get that to you here also after we come back from the song of the day. All right, so here's Public Enemy from the soundtrack of He's Got Game, the title song, He's Got He Got Game. I'll see y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth, in the middle of the universe, then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens, what does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? <laughs> Human beings screaming vocal javelin, sign of a local nigga unraveling. Uh-huh. My wandering got my ass wondering, with crisis and all this crisis, hating Satan never knew what nice is. Check the papers, well I bet on ice More than your eye can see and ears can hear Year by year all the sense disappears Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear Beware, two triple O's It might feel knees. good, it might sound a little something But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing What is game, who got game, where's the game In life, behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game, we got game They got game, he got game It might feel good, it might sound a little something But fuck the game, if it ain't saying nothing Damn, was it something I said? Pretend you don't see, so you turn your head Race scared of his shadow, does it matter? Sort of reparations, got him playing with the population. Nothing to lose, everything's approved. People use, even murders excuse. White men and troops don't have to jump. Still a thousand one ways to lose with the shoes. God takes care of old folks and fools. While the devil takes care of making all the rules. Folks don't even own themselves, paying mental rent. The corporate president. Uh, one out of one million residents. Be a dissident who ain't kissing it. The politics of chains and whips Got the sick missing chips and all the championships What's love got to do with what you got? Don't let a win get to your head or a loss to your heart Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear Beware, two triple O It might feel good, it might sound a little something But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing What is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? Behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game We got game, they got game He got game, it might feel good It might sound a little something But fuck the game if it ain't saying nothing Yeah, that's right, everybody got game But we just here to let y'all know That P.E. is in full effect From right now until the year 2000 Hey, yo, my man singing Something happening, yeah Everybody look what's going 
revolution, which is the evolution of the mind. If you seek, then you shall find that we all come from the divine. You dig what I'm saying? Now, if you take heed to the words of wisdom that are written on the walls of life, then universally we will stand and divided we will fall because love conquers all. You understand what I'm saying? This is a call to all you sleeping souls. Wake up and take control of your own cipher and be on the lookout for the spirit sniper trying to steal your life. You know what I'm saying? Look what's inside yourself for peace. You dig me? You got me?
message in that song right there and that's this name of the song because he got game y'all remember the movie that's from the soundtrack and that was public enemy throwing it down for you what y'all think about that man i i think that was just a powerful song the message in there was just something else i do apologize for the main language i thought i had the clean version um logged in but i guess not but anyway the message is the message <laughs> So anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk or Blog Talk Radio. I'm host, Mr. Talk. And as I said before, we have a lot going on. Uh, got the quote of the day here right in front of me. And um, we're going to get to that in a few minutes. And then, of course, we have um, the little nuggets. I like to call them nuggets. The little nuggets I'm, I'm going to bring to you. And uh, then we can, we can go from there, you know, like we always do. Um, I don't think we need to go into rules, but I'm going to do it anyway. No talking over each other, no cussing, no use of the N-word, no personal attacks. Um, let's just act as adults and um, have a conversation, dialogue. We can do that. We can do that. I mean, it's, it's not asking too much, I don't think. Um, I know one, one time somebody told me, now, Mr. Talk, you know you can't be censoring in the Internet. No, I'm not censoring the Internet, but I am censor- censoring censoring my show. That's right. I can control what happens on my show. I don't know about whatever else, and I just prefer not to have all that. Because once you get the people fussing and arguing and going back, nobody's listening. And once the people stop listening, then there's nothing to be achieved, nothing to be gained, nothing. So that's why I have my little quirky rules, and uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I, I try, I'm trying. I'm trying, y'all. All right, so let's get to the quote of the day. The quote of the day goes, nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Y'all want me to say it one more time? Nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. And that was by Martin Luther King Jr. Ain't the boys, I tell you, the the quote, that's the quote of the day, man. (laughs) Wow. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. And that's a good point. That's a very good point. Sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Man, <laughs> you really can't put those two words in. Man, I'm telling you. Okay, so that was the quote of the day. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm just tickled by that, that that quote, man. I'll tell you. Because you know what? There is some people, I say, I, I was trying not to go into depth on this thing, but there are some people that just choose to be, I'm, I'm not going to call them stupid, I'm going to say uninformed. Um, choose to um, have their head in the sand, and they just don't. You know, they just don't want. They just don't want to know what's going on. They don't. Which is 
their choice, of course. But it's a bad thing when that's what you're choosing, when when there's all kind of messages and things around you saying, look, it's time to wake up. It's time to put put the little crazy stuff aside, you know. Really, it's time to put this stuff aside. Get off them blocks trying to fight over something that don't belong to you anyway. Huh? Yeah. But then again, it is what it is. I, I, I just feel that... Um, you know, there are people out there that just don't want to know. I, I guess I can't put it any simpler than that. You know, they don't want to know, so they choose. Choose. Yeah. And they choose to be sincerely ignorant and conscientiously stupid. <laughs> and, and Martin got it right. There's nothing in all the world more dangerous, more dangerous than that right there. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm move on from that. I'm move on from that. Let's get on with the, with the the show. All right. So, once again, if you want to call in, if you're just listening, and you know, you, you know, and um, you want to make a comment, only thing I have to do is is call and give me at three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail dot com, and don't forget our chat room is open www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can um, be a part of the show today. And I am looking forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Because as I always say, without you, my show just would be boring. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. And I got some clips for y'all today also. Um, some very interesting clip. I have one from uh, Rush Limbaugh. You know, talking about a deep state, whatever you're talking about. Um, another one from um, a spokesman for the Trump administration saying starving seniors is an act of compassion. And one um, with the U.S. making a formal apology to Great Britain in regards to um, the wiretapping that the administration is saying that um, President Obama did to them before he left office. So those are the three um clips I have for you and we'll get to playing them as the show goes on but we're gonna have us some fun man we are so as I say sit back relax get ready <laughs> ah, you know what I mean all right so sports handicapping welcome to the show glad you can make it all right so let's get on with the get on y'all because ah, this is what I like to do all right so It's been, what, roughly two months or so since the Trump administration has come into office. And I'm telling you, man, they have to be living in an alternate alternate reality. They have to be. Because some of the things that, that's coming out of their mouths um, is just amazing. It, it really is. It's amazing. Now, I, I try to be fair. I, I try to sit back and say, okay, let's see what this man can do. Let's see if he's going to make a difference. I don't know. It's like a circus right now. It really is. And, and nothing nothing is their fault. If anything goes crazy, none of them have anything to do with it. It's always someone else's fault. And then you got <laughs> Tales from the Crypt looking Kellyanne Conway um, She's just an a, attention junkie um, I, I'm not going to say the other word But she, she's just an attention, attention junkie and Because the word The word around 
the 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 networks is she calls around trying to get some um a spot on somebody's show so she can spread her alternate her alternate um reality <laughs> uh, alternative facts as i say and that is just crazy that is that's crazy and that that's that's saying that i really don't have anything to do and is any time i can get on there and 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 say something i'm going to um, I don't know how many of y'all saw that picture when the HBCU presidents was all around behind Trump and she was sitting there with her legs bent under her, sitting on the couch, sofa, whatever you want to call it, um, um, playing with her phone. I mean, how disrespectful is that? Really? <laughs> really? But that goes to show. That goes to show what what type of uh, a mentality or, or what type of uh, group we're dealing with here and it, it's a very 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 scary thing uh, man I'll tell you very scary um, of course he came out with another travel ban <laughs> yes he did um, and it was you know he took a couple of countries off like Iraq because we got our little cronies in there and uh, we can't be um, keeping our cronies from coming back right no we can't do that but anyway and the ban is only um, what for 90 days however there's a federal another judge in Hawaii that is has issued a temporary halt okay that, that in other words no that's not going to happen these people still can come and um, the judge said it was because of unprecedented judicial overreach um and of course you know trump has blasted that judge just like he blasted the other judge um a little while ago <laughs> and um vowed to, to, to um, appeal the ruling in other words they're gonna fight it and, and what have you now see here's the thing if if there's uh, an issue. If there is that of an issue, then maybe you just shouldn't be trying to to, um, to ban anybody anyway. You know, the United States has a history of of, of banning. Uh, is, that's a good word to use, or yeah, that's a good word. Banning um, certain groups of people from coming into the United States, but. Here's the thing. Most of them that come, and, and there's there's articles out there that actually prove this, that most of the individuals who come into the country are not radicalized until they get here to the United States. Hmm. So who radicalized? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So where is the problem? The problem is not coming from overseas. and the problem not coming from uh, on Mexico. Problem is here in the United States, and it's simple. I mean, think about it. You got the militias um, that want cities, states, and things to secede from wherever they are. The union. Um, you have. Um, oh man, I lost my train of thought. But you have the the the, the skinheads, um, the Nazi folk. I mean, you got all kind of different groups right here in the United States. That can radicalize, that can turn, you know, anybody can start anything. So basically what I'm saying is there's no way you, whether you keep folk from coming or not, you cannot stop. You, you're not going to be able to stop it. 
Okay? And here's another interesting nugget that I always say, and it, it kind of confuses some people, but if you really think about it, it, it it's a good one. You want to know what it is? You cannot kill or stop anyone that don't mind dying for their beliefs. You're just not going to be able to do it. You can bomb them from now until eternity is over with. But if they don't mind dying for what they believe in and they truly believe in it, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything. You know, and it's amazing how point in time we said, well, putting ground troops in in Syria is not a good idea. Well, guess what, y'all? It's happening. It's happening. We, we're the United States is very much considering considering putting ground troops in Syria. Now that that would be a very interesting uh, movement to say the least, because you have Russia over there fighting on the side of Assad, huh? So if the United States puts ground troops in on top of the so-called special forces that's there already training uh, the senior Syrian rebels, would that put us at war again? Huh. Would that put us at war again? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. You think Russia going to pull back and say, no, nah, the United States there, we're we, we going to pull back and that's it. No, they're not going to do it. They care less about that. You know, and I was reading an article earlier, just before I came on the air, and Tillerson, y'all know who that is, Rex Tillerson? He, (laughs) he has said that possibility for North Korea. Now, why, really? Really? See, this is the kind of stuff that I think a lot of Americans were afraid of, and it was that other group that uh, was sincerely believing that Trump would make a big, big difference. And I, I don't see it right now. I really don't. I don't see it. Don't know if I'll be able to see it. Because right now, it, it stinks, man. It, it really does. It really does. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't, how can I put it? You know, North Korea has been belly aching and bloating and talking all kind of noise for years, for years. You know, it's a known fact the economy is not good. They have old equipment. So, I mean, why you want to bother the little people? (laughs) You know, why? You know they're going to make threats. You know they're going to shoot them little missiles into the ocean. Okay, let them do it. They're not, I mean, really. We have bases in South Korea right across the border. I've been on the border. I've been down a little tunnel. So I can tell you, if push comes to shove, we can do some things. But why? Why? Let them stay in their own little world and let them do whatever they do. <laughs> I mean, that that's that's just the bottom line of it. It is. But then again, if we're not trying to go into somebody's land and do something, but I don't understand um, what what would we gain from attacking um, North Korea? What would we gain? Not much of anything, I don't think. 
besides um, upsetting China, upsetting Russia, and the the the, um, the group over that supports them. Well, other than that, what what we would we gain? The boo one I see in the chat room. Thanks for dropping by, man. Uh, what what are we gonna gain? What are we going to gain? Not a dang gone thing. <laughs> uh, huh? But more debt. More debt. Now it, it's well. I'm not gonna get there yet. I, I, I'm I, I'm taking my time today. I'm taking my time today. You know, it's like like some of them ministers to be up there. You know, they be rushing, rushing, rushing. And I thought about it. I'm taking my time today. I'm I'm, I'm all right. Wesley, you okay? I see you, man. All right. So anyway, back to the band. The band is not going to stop anything. It's not. Um, it sounds good. It looks good. But it's not going to stop anything. It's not. Especially if we're doing a lot of the stuff ourselves. It's not going to stop anything. Nothing. You know, <laughs> oh, it's not going to stop a thing. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more uh, when we get to the to, to this discussion about this wall, man. That, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. So anyway, moving moving right along. Um, the other night there was a big hoopla by um Rachel Maddow, Maddow and a couple of others because they obtained President Trump's 2005 tax returns. Um, and the person who gave them to Rachel said he just happened to find them in his mailbox. Really. He just happened to find them in his mailbox. But here's the thing, and they were they the reason why they wanted them to see was there any connection to Russia. Now you let's understand this. This man is a billionaire. He knows how to hide stuff. He told you during the the, the primaries and things that no one knows the system better than he does. Why is no one listening to this? Why is no one catching this? He's he knows. Where the dead bodies are, he knows how to finagle and get around stuff. It's not it's really, but anyway, and, and everybody got happy. And but here's the problem: the tax returns are twelve years old. Twelve, ten plus two, six plus six, four times three, twelve. What did you expect to find? On in a twelve-year-old tax form. Now I'm gonna tell you how easy that is to fix. Only thing you have to do is go online, go to one of these these tax sites, type in 2005 tax return, fill it out, whatever numbers you want, and bam, you can give it to anybody you want to. See, that's the problem with somebody anonymously um, putting it in somebody's mailbox. Now, I think we would learn more if the tax returns were like 2015, 2016. You understand? But yet, everybody gets happy, and it's only a, it's 12 years ago. 12 years ago. 
I think man told you during the um <laughs> during the debate he hadn't paid taxes in ten years. What part of that were you missing? But it, it it makes for good fodder. You know what I mean? It makes for good television. Or as Wesley said, it makes for good television. <laughs> it really does. I mean, and she was teasing it. Her network was CNBC was just teasing it. She done that, that. Okay, so then the administration went and released the same tax form. For what? I mean, what, 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 what did we learn from it? What did we learn from it? Nothing. Nothing. Nick's nine. No. Not a dang on thing. So where do we go now? Are we going to request some uh, uh, more recent, a more recent tax form? Or are we just going to let that die and say, okay, we saw them, they were 2005, okay, we happy. And probably that's what it is. You ever notice how when things start going wrong with this administration, there's always something uh, uh, to deflect it. There's always something that happens that... They try, they push to take your attention away from the ineptitude that this uh, this administration has going on right now. It's not hard to see. It's not hard to see. Prime example, when Trump tweeted, um, <laughs> when Trump tweeted about so-called President Obama wiretapping um, Trump Towers, there was a big thing with Jeff Sessions um, taking himself away from the investigation into the Russian um, possibility of Russian hacking of the election, 2016 election. Now, Trump was not happy with that. He was not happy at all. You know, but the, the, the make it very interesting. Then all of a sudden, there's this claim of wiretapping. <laughs> <laughs> wiretapping and you know when you, when you start talking about wiretapping man it, it's very interesting because it's not something they found it's not something um, um, they knew firsthand. some conservative talk show host Mark Levine came up with that theory. Yeah. And instead of really checking it out before any of them opened their mouth, they jumped on the bandwagon. And he tweaks out. What he tweaks out? Um, President Obama wiretapping, sad, bad, whatever. See, there's, there's no, no, what can I say? Character in, in in this administration right now, you can't believe them. You can't believe anything they say or anything they do. You can't. You know, and and, and it's interesting because they, <laughs> you know, they just go with what what they know. They just go with what they hear. Yeah, they just go with what they hear. That's it. There's no checking. No, nothing. 
And it's amazing. And I know, you know, it's not unusual for a new president to blame a lot of the stuff that has happened on the past president that they just took office from. It's not unusual. But to go this far, accuse him of wiretapping and listening in. <laughs> and, you know, and it was it was very, very interesting um, that people actually believed it. People actually believed it. You know, and as soon as that came out, man, there was all kind of talk. See, I told you, Obama, he's a... Really? It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, and because of this, of course, y'all know we have a, a state-sponsored... Um, television station on um, Fox News. Um, if Fox News says that it, it's good, it's good. No problem, it's good. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. But, see, because of this, because, okay, let me go back. Because you had Judge Andrew Napolitano, um, who is a, a commentator judge on Fox Network, you know, he he started uh, talking about that as well, that the wiretapping. Um, to where the United States had to end up apologizing to Great Britain. Yeah, because the claim was it went from the United um, Department of Justice giving warrants or what have it to Great Britain's secret services helping President Obama. <laughs> um, President Obama wiretapped Trump Towers. Bug, that's a better word, bug, you know, Trump Towers. Well, there still is no proof. Um, there never was any in bugging anyway. And um, there's, there was a, a formal apology. I'm going to play that clip here for you in a minute. And also I'm going to play a clip of Rush Limbaugh. Because I, I want you to hear how far these folks have come, you know, have come to um, not – they're just blaming everybody, you know. And now they're admitting that – President Obama is running a shadow government when for years there was no such thing as a shadow government. Nothing. It never existed. What are you talking about? But as soon as Obama get out of office, now him and his cronies, as they call them, are running a shadow government aimed at destroying the Trump presidency. Well, I think Trump and his crew are doing a great job of that themselves. I really do. <laughs> they don't need much help. They don't. But you know what? I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna play these two clips. Then we're gonna come back and talk about them. All right. That way I, I don't go in and forget to um play them. All right. So the first one is about the U.S. making a formal apology 
to the United States, I mean to Great Britain. And then the second one is Rush Limbaugh talking about a deep state and how President, former President Obama is um, <clears throat> running the shadow government. All right, see y'all in a minute. Hi, welcome to Micro 171. The U.S. has made a formal apology to Britain after the White House accused GCHQ of helping Barack Obama spy on Donald Trump in the White House. Sean Spicer, Mr. Trump's press secretary, repeated a claim on Thursday evening, initially made by an analyst on Fox News, that GCHQ was used by Mr. Obama to spy on Trump Tower in the lead-up to last November's election. The comments prompted a furious response from GCHQ, which in the break from normal practice issued a public statement, recent allegations made by media commentator Judge Andrew Napolitano about GCHQ being asked to conduct wiretapping against the then-president-elect are nonsense. They are utterly ridiculous and should be ignored. The U.S. has made a formal apology to Britain after the White House accused GCHQ of helping Barack Obama spy on Donald Trump in the White House. Sean Spicer, Mr. Trump's press secretary, repeated a claim on Thursday evening, initially made by an analyst on Fox News, that GCHQ was used by Mr. Obama to spy on Trump Tower in the lead-up to last November's election. The comments prompted a furious response from GCHQ, which in a break from normal practice issued a public statement, recent allegations made by media commentator Judge Andrew Napolitano about GCHQ. Welcome back to Fox News Sunday. Always good to have you, sir. Welcome back to Fox News Sunday. Always good to have you, sir. Thank you, Chris. It's great to be here. You say that what's happening to Donald Trump right now is that the left-wing courts, the left-wing media, the left-wing bureaucracy are trying to, in your words, sabotage his presidency. Sabotage? Well, actually, I do. And I, I, it's driven by two things, actually. The first thing that's going on Chris, in my, in my view, it is preposterous to believe that the Russians had any effect on the outcome of voting in this country. It's absurd. There is no evidence. Zilch. Zero. Nada. The New York Times has run two stories that are basically propaganda on this, one in October and one this past week. And both stories clearly say no evidence. Nobody they've talked to has evidence whatsoever to suggest it. The second thing I think that's important for people to remember, people that voted for Donald Trump, people to support Donald Trump, really, really believe that they were going to lose the country if Hillary Clinton won. This is not an idle thought. It's not an exaggeration. They really believe that the country as founded was up for grabs. It was over if Hillary had won, if the Democrats had another four or eight years to do what they do with the judiciary and so forth. So those two things, and I think if, if you try to understand both of those, not you personally, but people have a much greater ability to understand Trump and his supporters if you can intellectually accept those two premises. You also use a phrase which I have to say that I only heard for the first time in the last couple of weeks the deep state, and that's the notion that there's an Obama shadow government embedded in the bureaucracy that is working against this new president. I, I think of some folks 
are going to think that's right on, and some folks will think it's awfully conspiratorial. Well, I would love to claim credit for that, but actually I think a reporter by the name of Glenn Greenwald at The Intercept, who has got a relationship with, uh, what's his name, Assange, yeah. I think he actually coined the term, and I think it works. I don't think there's a, who's driving this business that the Russians hacked the election? It's a Democrat party. It's Hillary. It's Obama. It's all those people who just can't accept the And you they think want. they're behind they the leak, too? Absolutely. Of course they are. They're trying. Look, they can't win at the ballot box. You know they're down 1,200 seats since 2010. They've become a, a, a marginal party electorally. All they've got is their embeds in the bureaucracy and the judiciary, and they're pulling out all the stops. There's no question. This, this business that the Russians hacked the election, this is serious, serious allegation that is, is impossible. The could not have had any impact whatsoever on voting, either how they were cast or how they were counted. In fact, if you want to say they did, they did their job. Hillary won the popular vote. How could they have possibly had any, this whole premise, and it's been driving news coverage here ever since Trump took office and even before. And there's, you don't need any more evidence than that to suggest and to know that the left which is run by Obama and Hillary and the hierarchy of the Democrat Party is doing everything they can to undermine, to sabotage, and to prevent Trump from implementing his agenda. There's no question about it. You, I know what Trump should do. Well, I'm going to get to that in a, in a second. Uh, but you suggest that there are some things that President Trump may be doing wrong. For instance, you've said that you're skeptical about his idea, and we heard it again uh, from Reince Priebus, that they're going to come out with a new executive order on the so-called travel ban and that this new one is going to pass muster with the federal courts. You're skeptical about that. Well, I, I don't, I th I'm not so much skeptical. I think they're going to do it and I think they should do it because the judiciary, again, is pockmarked with judicial appointees that Democrat presidents have made for years, and they're in there for life, and as we have seen in the first executive order. You know, Chris, his executive order hasn't even been ruled on. The judge in Seattle uh, said, well, the president said during the campaign that he wanted to ban Muslims, and I said, no, we could, it's irrelevant. They're not even using the law to try to stop the president on this. I think what the president has to do, and I was happy to see it, this rally was something that I hoped he would do, and in the rally, he really focused on domestic agenda. Look, here's the thing. Donald Trump has nobody helping him other than the people that voted for him. Obama had the media, Obama had the judiciary, Obama had all kinds of support. Um, at an Obama press conference, a typical question, what enchants you? I mean, Obama was never challenged seriously by the media. Trump doesn't have any of that. He's got to keep his supporters on board. He's got to keep them revved up. So the rally was great. But the thing that will really make all this Russia stuff and all this deep state stuff not take hold is getting to work, implementing the repeal of Obamacare, getting to work and really doing tax reform and getting to work and really shore up our borders, because that is the primary area where people that voted for Trump felt that we were on the way to losing the country. We've even lost the definition of immigration. Immigration today, if you listen to the left, equals anybody who wants to come into the country should be allowed. 
That's not what immigration is. That's illegal immigration, and we ought to all oppose it. We are all in favor of immigration that determines who gets in, the quantity of people who get in, whether they assimilate or not. Nobody's opposed to that. But immigration has been defined now as people flooding the country who are non-citizens, and that's called immigration, according to the uh, culture of the left. And we're, 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 we're just ruining our opportunity to stay together I, as a people with I a common wanna, culture. I want to get to this question of focusing on the domestic agenda because interestingly enough, that's something you've been saying, he needs to focus on the key things that would improve people's daily lives. There is a columnist for the Washington Post who is no conservative and he actually wrote this week, and I, I don't know whether you're going to give you a heartburn, he said Rush Limbaugh is exactly right about how Donald Trump can fix his problems, namely focus, ignore the political chatter and focus on the domestic agenda. But I got to tell you, by historical standards, by this point, Obama stimulus had already been passed. President Trump is pretty slow on Obamacare, is pretty slow on repealing well, Obamacare, pretty slow on tax reform, uh, and there's a, a lot of disarray inside the Republican Party. On Hill. Well, now, uh, here I have to tiptoe. <laughs> um, we're not talking Republicans and Democrats opposed to Trump. We're talking establishment versus Trump. Trump considered to be an outsider. Uh, the establishment doesn't want any part of Trump. They don't want him to succeed, and I would throw some Republicans in that as well. It's just the way Washington works. And this is why I think moving forward on this agenda is crucial. You mentioned Obama's stimulus. Here's the difference, and this is what Trump supporters know. It wasn't a stimulus. It was a payoff to unions, Chris. It didn't stimulate anything. We don't have a growing economy. We don't have jobs being created uh, at a replacement level for those we have lost. We don't have anything Obama said. But, he I lied mean, you, about you, the you cost well of being right. No, no, and this I'm is not... important stuff. The people... Well, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying at least he passed his program, and President Trump hasn't passed any of his programs yet. Well, of course, it makes my point. Here you had, I tiptoe again. You have the story. <laughs> You're not very good at tiptoeing. Well, it's television. It's Fox <laughs> News. I have deep respect. Uh, but no, seriously, you have uh, first African-American president. You have everybody falling all over themselves to acknowledge that, to reward that. Obama was going to get everything he wanted in the first year because if anybody opposed it, they were going to be accused of being a racist or bigot or who knows what. But don't, don't ignore the substance. The voters know that his stimulus doesn't matter when it got passed. He misled everybody about it. The people of this country are tired of being misled. They're tired of voting based on what candidates have told them they're going to do, and nothing ever changes. Trump has a wide berth here, Chris. The media did not make Donald Trump, and they can't destroy him. But the media thinks, and I, when I say media, let me define CBS, NBC, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, LA Times, that, that cadre. They have a formula, they have a, a blueprint for destroying Republican political officials they don't like. It's not going to work on Trump. He doesn't fit that mold. They're trying to every day. It's kind of comical to watch. And my point about the domestic agenda, yeah, if but, he really wait, wants wait, wait. to leave and, and I'm not interrupting. Get going I'm, not, on it. I'm not interrupting because that's we fine, agree. I'm just, I'm just moving you along. I want to stay on this media issue because yeah. you heard my okay. conversation just now with Ryan Spreeves. And tell me what you think. When, when Trump sends out a tweet and says the fake media, 
and he's, all those organizations you just listed are not my enemy, they're the enemy of the American people. Does that go too far? Well, again, not to his voters. Well, his voters have I'm asking you. for what the do you longest think? time. I think that there's something to it. Now, enemy of the people, enemy of the state, they're enemies of Trump. And Trump won the election. Trump won the on substance. Trump did more. Well, and that, that was the two percent really uh, explain what they they're thinking. Now he he gave a definition of immigration, and um, according to immigration is the act of entering a country with the intention of settling there permanently. So I'm not he talking about. <laughs> If they come over and they want to settle, I mean, that's what they do, you know. But that, well, I'm not going there because I want to talk about the wall. Um, you know, when he mentioned fake news, fake news, you notice he says CBS, NBC, um, you know, the color newspapers. He did Fox News because Fox News is now the state sponsored news. Uh, that's why he didn't say uh, but no, no they're one sided as well don't you find it funny that their vote is um, balanced and fair because <laughs> there's nothing bare fair about at all but anyway that is if you know that's the state sponsored um, station for um, this administration it really is <laughs> um, you know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, okay, so since, since the um, argument or, or the mantra is we're here to, to take care of our country, right? Take care of the country, protect the citizens. So why aren't you, why? Have they n- done nothing about that trawler out there near Kings Bay, Georgia, on uh, the naval base? Why haven't they done that? Now remember, this 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 um, trawler was in by Virginia for a long time. Now it's over by Kings Bay in Georgia, another uh, top naval station. But I don't see nothing happening. It's just rolling through like like it belongs there. You know, why's nothing going on with that? What about in the South Sea? Our Navy is just being buzzed left and right by Russian fighters. Then you have the little Iranians shooting at our, our ships and things. But you want to go and bother North Korea, you know, because they find wrong to see. <laughs> but you know what? Here, here's the interesting thing about this this wiretapping stuff. Um. This has been, and if if you really think about some of the stuff Trump is saying, it's been said and done before already, which tells me that there is no original thought that this man has. Um, I want to read something to you. The Nixon tapes show that Nixon always thought that Johnson taped his 1968 campaign and possibly Nixon himself. Um, Let's see. Yeah, said Luke Nixon, a leading scholar of Nixon's secret over office tapes. Um, Nixon said that it was J. Edgar Hoover 
who told him this. However, based on the available records, the closest to wiretapping Nixon that LBJ ever came was monitoring the phone calls out of Spiro Agnew's campaign plane. So, once again, this has already been used before. And, and it was just another another um, deflection. That's all it was, another deflection to get your mind off of whatever uh, scandal, possible scandal that was going on. That's what they used this for. They didn't have any proof. They still don't have any proof. But now they want to waste your and my tax dollar money having uh, uh, the Senate Judicial Committee investigate this nonsense. If you don't have any proof, why are you investigating it? You know, why? <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and let's get to, to this Trump care thing. You know what's so sad about this? Um, The House, the city, whoever you would say, they had, they, on 60, at least 60 different occasions, 60 now, presented bill legislation to repeal the Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare. Seven years. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven years to come up with a replacement. Here we are, new administration. They have one of their own in, in the White House, and they still, they still do not have a plan. <laughs> they still do not have a plan. How in up is that? How I mean, really, seven years, seven years. You fought the past president tooth and nail for everything. You ran this, your, your former Speaker of the House, Boehner, out of, the, out of the Senate, forced him to retire. And you still haven't accomplished anything. Is I, is I, am I the only one who sees this and thinks that is just totally cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? What are they doing? Huh? What are they doing? Make no make make no mistake about this. They did not want Donald Trump as their representative. Make no mistake about that. But he's there, and they got to deal. They have to deal with him. <laughs> oh my goodness! And, and then, and here's where the fight is really going to come because we're talking money now. And here is where the, the you know because when you start talking about that wall. There's a lot of different things that that, that that goes into that wall. It really does. And um, all that land is not unoccupied that they're talking about building that wall on. So you know what's happening? But you're not going to hear this on Fox News. You can me hit um, a lot of a lot of the individuals that live on the Mexican border. They're receiving what they call declarations of taking, okay, which is basically forcing them to either accept an offer that's lower than what their, their land is worth, okay, or just have a land taken from them, whatever, 
under eminent domain. That is what is going on with this this wall. And in this new budget, <laughs> this new budget calls for $2.6 billion to be spent on tactical infrastructure and other security technology at the border, including a plan to design and build the wall. Another $314 million will go toward hiring and training 500 new Border Patrol agents and 1,000 Immigration and Custom Enforcement personnel. An additional $1.5 billion will pay to hold new de- to build a new detention facility for illegal immigrants and to fund their removal from the country. Now, besides that, and of course, the the you know, I thought Mexico was gonna pay for it. <laughs> With all that asking for all that, seems like you and me gonna be paying for for the wall, and we don't want no dang on wall. And especially if you have you throwing people out of their homes, offering them uh, a penny on the dollar, really. But you know, they either accept it or Mr. Smith going to come take it because we want to build this wall. This wall will be built. I read an article a couple of weeks ago where a um, Mexican um, official, they, there's parts where it does have a, a, a somewhat a wall there, and the Mexican official climbed on, on top of the wall and just sat there. And the message was, you can build a wall, but that's not going to stop anything. It's not. What you going to do about the tunnels that go under? You know, it's like the war on drugs. It sounds good, but um, if you're bringing in the drugs, uh, somebody's got to get through. And once again, like I said before, and you can go and Google Google this. Most individuals that are radicalized, they don't become radicalized until they come to the United States. So why do we have to pay for a wall? But your campaign promise was Mexico will pay for it. Of course, we know Mexico say, you crazy as heck. I ain't paying for nothing. They ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> so what you're going to do is take dang on, I mean, what, almost $318 million, build the wall facilities and everything like that, and you're going to send the the, the, <laughs> the bill to, to um, the Mexican government. That's not going to work. Not at all. And we know this. He knows this. <laughs> but it sounds good. It, it, it sounds good. It, it really does. You know, and, and everybody's like, okay. Okay. Between that and healthcare, man, I tell you, it's interesting. But some of the, 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 the departments that's getting cut with this new budget is just astounding to me. Number one, the Coast Guard. Why you want to cut the Coast Guard? The Coast Guard is part of the military, little, little known fact. Coast Guard is part of the military. Separate, but they are a part of the military. 
They're the ones who go out and catch drug smugglers coming in on boats. But you want to reduce their their salary. You want to just basically get away to give the uh, get away, close down the Department of Education. You know, um, you want to um, take money from programs that um, like Meals on Wheels for the elderly. And the, the the response to that one is, well, they don't get all their money for the federal government. That's up to the states. Really? You know, and, and it's just one of those things you'd be like, what are you doing? And, and that this is the stuff that's on 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 call for the budget. This budget that um, Trump came up with. But it's funny because there's a lot of people out there that said, well, we need a businessman to run the country. Well, you got it. You got it. For those out there living in Section 8, you better start getting a job because they're cutting funds to that, too. (laughs) HUD, funds to that. Hmm. So if you know anybody out there that live in Section 8, tell them, get ready. It's coming if it's not has has happened already. (laughs) I'm just putting it out there, man. It's putting it out there. So you know. So you do know. You know, um, what are we going to do, man? What are we going to do? I guess just warn, just warn people, just warn people, man, that, you know, get ready, get get your, get your, get your ducks in the row, get your finances ready, because you're going to need it, you're going to need it, you are going to need it. <laughs> oh, that's all, you know, that I think that's all I will say right now, that's all I will say, for the moment, but this is what many Americans have been asking for. This is what many of them voted for. Okay. As the 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 the, the, the um, slogan was, "Drain the swamp." Well, he's doing more than draining the swamp. He draining money, duggies, programs. Even those that, that that are there to help our seniors, they're those that um there to help feed our needy kids. He cutting all that. And you know why he's cutting it? To have the biggest and baddest military there is. Wait a minute. We already have that. We already have that. But you want to go ahead and, and do a little bit more. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And of course, build his wall. And that's who wall it is. It's his wall. But in the process, you're throwing people out of their houses, homes, and off their land. Offering them pennies on the dollar. Tell them you better accept this, or we just gonna take it. And you just don't get anything. <laughs> oh my goodness It's interesting I'm going to play this clip right here and um, Where they're talking about um, 
Seniors and Compassion is a very interesting um, little short clip. And after that, I'm going to go to the phone lines. So if you got you want to say something, give me a call, 347-838-8622. Hey, be right back. About housing, they support a variety of different programs, including in part Meals on Wheels that affect a lot of Americans. In Austin, Texas today, one organization there that delivers those meals to thousands of elderly says that those citizens will no longer be able to be provided those meals in those communities. So what do you say to those Americans who are ultimately losing out, not on housing, but on other things that are taken out right. of the budget? Right, and as you know, or I think you know, that Meals on Wheels is not a federal program. It's part of that community, that CDBGs, the block grants that we give to the states. And what and, and, and many states make the decision to use that money on Meals on Wheels. Here's what I can tell you about CDBGs, because that's what we fund, right, is that we spent $150 billion on those programs since the 1970s. These are these, the, the CDBGs have been identified as programs since I believe the first, actually the second Bush administration, as ones that were just not showing any results. That we can't do that anymore. We we can't spend money because, on programs just because they sound good and great. Meals on Wheels sounds great. Again, that's a state decision to fund that particular portion to it to take the, the federal money and give it to the states and say, look, we want to give you money for programs that don't work. I can't defend that anymore. We cannot defend that anymore. We're $20 trillion in debt. We're going to spend money. We're going to spend a lot of money, but we're not going to spend it on programs that cannot show that they actually deliver the promises that we've made to people. You're talking about programs that do work or don't work. There's a program called The Shine that's in Pennsylvania, rural counties of Pennsylvania, that provides after-school educational programs for individuals in those areas, which so, just so happens to be the state that helped propel President Trump mm -hmm. uh, to the White House. I'm curious what you say to those Americans in the community where they tell me today that 800 individuals will no longer, children who need it most, will no longer be provided in those most needy of communities the educational care they need. I'm not familiar. Y'all are an advantage over me because I have to memorize all 4,000 line items. So, so let's talk about after-school programs generally. They're supposed to be educational programs, right? I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to help kids who, can't, who don't get fed at home get fed so they do better in school. Guess what? There's no demonstrable evidence they're actually doing that. There's no demonstrable evidence they're actually helping results, helping kids do better in school, which is what, when we took your money from you to say, look, we're going to go spend on an after-school program, the way we justified it was, these programs are going to help these kids do better in school and get better jobs. And we can't that prove no that that's happening. We're, to be clear, we're saying the administration with this budget is saying that no after-school programs out there are doing their job in helping educate these children. No, but I don't, I, and again, I, now you're asking me a question I don't know the answer to, but I don't believe we cut all the funding for those types of things. Yes, sir. Just to follow up on that, uh, you were talking about the steel worker in Ohio and the coal miner in Pennsylvania and, and so on, uh, but those workers may have an elderly mother who depends on uh, the Meals on Wheels program. Who, who may have kids in Head Start. And yesterday or the day before you described this as a hard power budget, but is it also a hard-hearted budget? No, I don't think so. I, in fact, I think, it's, I think it's probably one of the most compassionate things we can do to actually tell you. You're, programs you're, to help the elderly You're only kids. focusing on half of the equation, right? You're focusing on recipients of the money. We're trying to focus on both the recipients of the money and the folks who give us the money in the first place. And I think it's fairly compassionate to go to them and say, look, we're not going to ask you for your hard-earned money anymore. Single mom of two in Detroit, okay? Give us your money. We're not going to do that anymore unless we can, unless we can, unless we can, unless we can, please let me finish, please let me finish, unless we can guarantee to you that that money is actually be used in a proper function. And I think that is about as compassionate as you can get. Yes, yes ma'am. I have a question uh, on the border wall. Sure. Uh, Maria thank you for joining us. Um, you know, the budget, as I understand it, um, asked for $4.1 billion, so $1.5 for this year and, and 2.6 for the following year.
All right. <laughs> Did y'all get that? Did y'all get that? Feeding the elderly and educating the, the the young disadvantaged kids are not important. They're not important. And that's the way this administration feels. They're not important. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this, man. This is interesting. You have to stay on top of this. Um, what they're considering cutting the Department of Housing and Urban Development's budget by six billion dollars, or fourteen percent. Um, see, that's what I'm saying, y'all, y'all, boy. I tell you, if you live in them houses where your income, your rent depends on your income, you better go and hey, I'm telling you, you better go and get a job. <laughs> a better paying job because they about to cut all that out, you know. And it's an estimate that they put nearly eight million Americans in the inner city and suburban communities at risk for losing their public housing. Yeah, four million at risk of losing their rental subsidy. Now. You know, you can look at this and say, well, that's a good thing because a lot of them folk living in their houses, they don't know what they're doing. You know, they da 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 da. But, but, some of them, that's all some of them can do. So the question is are these cuts good? Is this something that's needed and would help in the long run? And we need to not look at the, the short end of the stick, but take a look at the bigger picture later on. Will this type, will these type of cuts help? Will they help? That's the question I'm asking. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. The phone lines are open, and let me bring my man Wesley. And he's been waiting so patiently, and I appreciate that. Wesley, are you there? Erico four zero four, are you there? Okay, he may not be there. We leave it open. Maybe we can get a hold of him. Michigan man, I see you. I see you. Welcome. All right. But anyway, so, you know, um, this this budget thing, it, it's, it's really crazy, man, because they're talking about cutting the EPA staff by 20% and, and tightening the Commerce Department's budget by about 18%. Of course, <laughs> that they say it would affect impact climate change research and weather satellite programs. <clears throat> you know, um, <laughs> chiefs, y'all know Stephen Bannon? Yeah, him. Um, Trump's chief strategist said Trump would lead a de- deconstruction of the administrative state. The White House um, say Obama loyalists had burrowed into government last month. Trump said the government would have to do more with less. And I guess they're going to... But you want to know, you know what? And here's something that is interesting that many people are not talking about. Do you know why they want to get rid of Obamacare? You really want to know why? Because the top 1% has to pay a huge amount of taxes on it. That's why they really want to get rid of it. It's not that they're thinking about the American citizen. It's good when they stand by and I might say it, but they're looking at their own pockets. That's why they're trying to get rid of it. The only problem is the majority of the people that voted for uh, Trump are enrolled in the program. <laughs> 
uh, enrolled in the program. And, of course, I go back to my original my original statement. They had the Republicans had seven years, seven years to come up with a plan. Nothing. Now they supposedly have one, and it's being shot down. That's an interesting thing to me. It really is. What did you do those the prior seven years? What did you do? Why isn't there one ready to have the president sign that is good to go? And if so, how do you? How is this going to be implemented? Because it can't be you cut off Obamacare there and, and, and you impl- implement the new health care system on that same spot. It can't be done. I mean, don't get it wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me say that. It's not that it cannot be done, but you think the rollout of Obamacare was just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This would be, too. It would be. Seven years, man. They had seven years to come up with something. And we still fighting this battle. Here's an idea. Why don't y'all just tweak the Obamacare and then go on with and, and do what you're supposed to do? But then again, I'm I'm sorry, that would say that the black man that was in office had a good idea after a while. And I know it's not about uh, ethnicity. For most, but I'm I'm sure for some it is. <laughs> you know. Um, you know what? That's a that's a good one, Dabu one. Why is it we're not touching Israel's reparations? Huh. <laughs> oh now you know why. Because once they go into the Congress, they have to take an oath to protect and look out for Israel. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't understand it. I don't. We send millions and millions of dollars to Israel. We do. And what for? What do we, what, what for? Talking about draining the swamp. How about we not send them any more cash? Of course, we know it is more paperwork. It's just basically paperwork passing back and forth. But really, why are we giving Israel our money? <laughs> uh, this whole thing is just, it reeks of, uh, of uh, ah, golly, I don't even know what word to use right now. Unorganized chaos. <laughs> There's two words. That'll be it. Unorganized chaos. That is what this administration is right now. That's what it is. You have a HUD secretary that actually stood and was given a speech and said when slaves were brought over on a ship, they were immigrants. Really? <laughs> I guess technically you can say they were. <laughs> oh. Technically, you could say they were. I mean, he said it. And these are the individuals that will run this country for at least the next four years. 
Good God Almighty. That's just, is that just wiki, 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 wiki? <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, let me answer this phone call right here. All right, uh, Erico 504, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What's happening, man? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I'm outstanding. What's going on, Battle Buddy? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Man. You have an outstanding topic, man. <laughs> outstanding topic. Well, thank you, Mr. Hey. Lowe. You know, it's been a minute. Hey, hey man. Hey, uh, I, I trust me, to, to absorb all this mess, I mm-hmm. tell you, only thing, only thing you can do is stand back and take a little piece at a time. You know, uh-huh. you sit, you sit, and you look at a situation where uh, you had poor people that voted for a man. And I'll be straight up: I don't vote because the Bible, the Bible tells me I ain't supposed to have any dealings with that stupidity because it's rigged anyway. But you have poor people that vote for a man basically on the merit that he's saying the things. That they wish they could say. And when I say poor people, I'm talking about people that only make maybe a hundred thousand dollars a year household income, and those are poor people to people in his class. You know, these people working these jobs and want to say the things that he says and and all this and that, but they can't because if they do, they won't have that job anymore. You understand know what I'm saying? I'm, I understand you. I understand one hundred percent. They voted on the merit. Solely on the things that were coming out of his mouth that he could say that they wanted to say. These are conservative people that say that they love God and they love the Bible and country, but they voted for a man to say, "Oh yeah, we used to just walk up, I just walk up and grab her by the, you know what." Mm-hmm. And you had women. I saw a woman in her; she had to be in her forties or fifties that had a T-shirt on and said, "Yeah, I'll let Trump grab my," and had an arrow pointing down at her, you know, vagina. These people could care less about the policies or anything that's going on right now as long as they had somebody in office that stood behind the words that they said at their kitchen table. It didn't matter. They could have, well, they had a donkey up there, and I use that for a lack of a better <laughs> phrase, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they voted for that thing, man, and they have it, and I want them to enjoy it. We suppose that uh, blacks, so-called Latinos or whatever, Native Americans, we always been poor here. So guess what? Join the crowd. Enjoy it. <laughs> we, never been, we never received these privileges that these other people have. And now that some of their privileges are going to be taken away, deal with it. I'm, in, I'm loving all of it. If a businessman yeah. is going to look out for your best interests, of course not. He's there to be a, a, a man in business and to continue to make money. For himself and his friends. Mm. 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 Look out now. So I love it. I'm loving every minute of it. You, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Because you know, half the families living in the, have offices in the White House. <laughs> you know? Mm. If that's a conflict of interest, I don't know what it is. I ain't exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, it, it's, and then you put people in places that have no idea what they're doing just because they donated money to your cause, you know. And hey, it, it's it's a it's an appetite for destruction. 
Oh, my goodness. Beating all you of you right now. You think about it. Oh, I already know. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> right. I already know. Right. I already know. You know, like, but let me bring Wesley in. He he finally made it back. So let me bring him. You know I'm going to leave your line open, all right? Wesley, oh, yeah. what's going on, man? Hey, my brother, can you do it? you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you fine. What's up? Hey, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to uh, try to break it on down to something, everybody. Y'all know it's St. Patrick's Day, right? Mm. Uh-huh. So the meaning of St. Patrick's Day, when these St. Patrick killed uh, over 200,000 Trois people, black, little short people over in Ireland that occupied that land. And so anybody black that celebrates St. Patrick's Day is a damn fool, man. That's what I do. I research all these happy days that that they got black people so stupid to doggone celebrate. So just, just look up the origin and meaning of St. Patrick's Day and you will see uh, what the meaning of St. Patrick's Day is. The extermination genocide of, of about 200,000 Africans, man. Okay? That's the real deal. Every Just about every one of these hilly holidays is the doggone celebration of these white devils killing black people to take their stuff, man. Okay? So that's what I do, man. I celebrate. I, 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 uh, I go back and research every damn lie they done told me since I was uh, an embryo. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and and just look it up for yourself, man. And what I tell folk, they can look it up for themselves. It's in black and white. Google it. Google it. All in the meaning of St. Patrick's Day. So much stuff will pop up. The truth is out there, man. The truth is yeah, out but, there today. And, yeah, and but see, nobody... the thing about, I ain't mean to cut you off, Wes, but the thing about what you just said is, is so many people have their head in the sand, they don't even care. Exactly. Yeah, that's what... That's what Eric was saying, man. You know, the nine, right. nowadays of being stupid is over, man. Everybody everybody got the, the world in their own hand with their smartphone, mm-hmm. okay? You got the world in your hand right now with their smartphone. That's what Yeshua said. Mm-hmm. When will be the end of the world as we know it? What do he say? When knowledge flow around the world like water, knowledge and information. We right here in the, in, 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 right here in the midst of it right now, man. And so that's what I did, and, and like like you said, okay, uh, me, I don't waste my time arguing with no fool because anybody see it, they won't know who the fool is. So hmm. I get the information, I get the information out, and if they look it up, and if they want to be stuck on stupid, that's on them. Don't come around me with that stupid shit. Excuse me, Mister Eric, Mister Al, y'all know y'all, but uh, leave me on my Facebook page. If somebody posts some stupid stuff. They will be eliminated and uninvited, unfriend or whatever you call it. And another thing is, this new healthcare bill they're coming up with. Look up HR thirteen thirteen. It's called uh, workplace wellness, where anybody that's got healthcare, particularly on their job, they employer got a right to take their DNA just right off the rip. Yeah. yeah. So just. Yeah. And, and, and fact. Yes, that is a oh, fact. I remember reading about that. Mm. Glad you brought that up. Wow, wow man. <laughs> now, let, let's be honest. What, what would your employer need with your DNA? That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, that's can you a say, great question. Can, I mean, can you say population control right there? Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, yeah. they can prone if you if you if you are prone to have a heart disease or high blood pressure or something. They could they could look at that and say, well, we might not want to them keep him here and insure him. 
Because he's going to be too expensive down the road, see? Uh-huh. They can yeah. look at your DNA and see what your family history is off your DNA. Well, well, one one problem that persists right now is you got poor people that's listening to supposed rich people telling them how we are all one people when they show you that they're not with you. They're not with you at all. They're making laws and rules and regulations to help them. But they'll mask it and saying, oh, we're all together. We're all one people. And, and you get somebody 9,000 years old, like uh, John McCain, saying, yeah, this is for our children. Man, your kids, senior citizens just like you are. So using those words plays on a lot of people. And you get somebody been up there 30 years, they bought in all the way to the system. You know, you bring new blood and you get all them people out of there that's been in there more than four years and bring in all brand new people. If you don't allow anybody to give them any money just because they like what they said and they like their ideas, then you may have something that you can work with. But when people start giving away money because, oh, I like his policies, I like her policies. That's when you got a tick that's about to dig in on that puppy right there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like you, you said John McCain, man. I read up on John McCain. His family, them, they had slaves in Mississippi. Look up Lily McCain, okay? She descended of them slaves that John McCain had, okay? And mm-hmm. they, they, Lily McCain, her name Lily McCain. Just look it up. Google, they might have tried to take it off the Internet because she tried to, every year, her, their family have a family reunion. And some of John, John McCain's white relatives, they come to the, uh, their little reunion with their slave uh, descendants. They have a little get-together. But John McCain refused to damn or uh, uh, recognize Lily McCain them because he know uh, when that shit get out, he, uh, he lose all credibility trying to pay them folks, man. Trying to pay them Lily McCain. Number one, the white folks don't want to put it out there, man. Okay, it's time to pay up. Put it this way, it'll be time to pay up. Because if whatever your name is, if you find out, or whatever you're on that Brown or Mr. Brown, you and your family was on Brown Plantation, you're going to want your boat money, man. They made well, money off I, they made money off them people for 500 years of free labor. Well, if you, if you think about it, all of that's prophecies, and so it had to happen, and I'll tell you straight up, I don't want their money, and I'm doing what I have to right now to give them their name back because I don't want to have anything to do with those people. I'm going to get what's coming to me. All I got to do is what's required of me. So keep your money because in in their money is where they have their faith. Dude, and they that's your money, man. That's, look at him, oh, man. They that's, keep it. Keep it. That's your ancestor money. You gonna let them pillage and rape your folks and you ain't gonna get your uh, family money? Huh? Uh, Wes, Wes, let me ask what? you a question. Yeah. You, you believe in the you believe in the scriptures? Yeah. Okay. Well, you gotta read uh, Deuteronomy twenty-eight verse forty-eight. You gotta yeah, go read. to your enemies for the want of all things. It is well, what gonna it is. They gonna come. They gonna cough it up, man. Cause we coming back up, man. They time well, is you, up. Well, you don't. Well, the thing about that is, you don't come up with their money. You come up with your keeping of the commandments. That's what you do. Well, that's that's what I'm gonna Listen, my brother. If from. you keep up with your commandments, you are gonna get blessed. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the whole problem right now, man. People. That's the whole problem with black people. They run around celebrating these stupid ass holidays. And the Bible said, the book said, Jeremiah ten, one. Do not consider the ways of the heathen. That's what mm-hmm. I just got through talking about, celebrating these pagan stupid holidays, eating this hog and, hog and this swine flesh, 
and putting them trees in their house. And how you think mm-hmm. God's going to bless us when we ain't sticking to our covenant with the most high y'all? Okay? Mm-hmm. You, You're, right. Are the, You're right. We are the apple of his eye, the chosen ones. We here to right. keep the law. We here to keep the law and his commandments and statutes. Right. Just, now I'm gonna ask like, you a question now. And I don't, okay, I don't want to get off his topic. Let me, let me throw let me throw this out here before you say it. I posted right. somebody sent me a picture of how your shoe look with eyes like uh uh fire, hair uh wool, feet burning brass. I got I put a picture up that, that what it looked like somebody sent to me. And I put a picture of, of Yeshua, the real one, and Jesus. Yesterday, up on, I said, their judgment, uh, 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 which one y'all uh, roll with, the left or the right? You know, nobody commented on that. Not one not. They these... don't want to hurt nobody. They don't want to hurt their white friend's feelings. That's why. Like That's all it is to it. They don't want to hurt like their white friend's feelings. Yeah. I tell you what yeah. you do. You you mm-hmm. find somebody in your family and you say, hey, uh, go and tell your uh, white friend, hey, you know, I was reading in the Bible and it said Jesus was so-called black man, the first thing their friend is going to say, well, you know, nobody really knows. Or, you know, it really doesn't matter. Thing they're going to say. And sooner well, or later, that friend is going to turn against them. I agree well, with what the you're truth, saying. The truth is, well, what, what, if it wouldn't matter, why they put uh, a Michelangelo brother up there talking about that Jesus? You're sure. If it don't matter. Because it had to happen. It had to happen. It was prophesied that it was going to happen that way. Uh-huh. Right. All of these, all these things that's happening right now is prophecy. To include agree, this bro. man right now, to include yeah. this man right now that they have that supposedly think he's running everything, that he's gonna run around like he's John Wayne in a western movie or something, taking and <laughs> and, and 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 snatching whatever he wants. Well, they already did that. They time it's up. It's coming man. to the point where exactly it's coming to the point where the so-called black people don't realize. Hey, you know what? This money and all this colleges and all of this and all of that, and I'm still nothing to these people, and there's a reason mm-hmm. why. Yeah, mm. they got away from the laws and commandments of the statutes, man. Just like right. coming and, up. And, and, hold yeah. on, one more thing, Wes. Now, on, on, I agree on everything that you're saying, but yeah. you're also going to have to go to Ephesians 4:29 and stop that cussing that you're doing right now, too. Well, it's all good. Ain't nobody perfect, man. You know, I, I, well, I, 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 see, 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 see. I, I, what, now, what? now, now, if you're gonna do that, you can't speak against uh, the person that's doing uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. You can't speak against well, I, them I, because I, if you're not striving not, for that perfection, what you I can't say, call brother, them dumb I say, and stupid and what I say, what I say, I say, once I put the truth out, that's on them. I'm not speaking against them. Mm-hmm. Just don't come with me with that mm-hmm. foolishness. I okay, look at. Let, let me let me add right. this right here. Look look at here all uh, this Easter time when they talking about uh, Jesus got uh, 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 killed on a Good Friday and raised uh, on a Sunday. Everybody know and, that's and a th- lie, right? Because it, it's right in the book Daniel nine twenty seven tell you the exact right. day that yeah. he that he was crucified. It was on a Wednesday in the midst yeah. of the week. Yeah, everybody know that's a lie, man, and that's why uh, that's why this year and and the past few years. I've been celebrating the Lord's Passover, not no Easter. There you that's go. A, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's so, right. you know, but as far as as far as uh, yeah. Mr. Talk's topic goes, all of these things have to happen. That's and right. I'm glad that they are happening because it's time now for yeah. people to understand that all the lies we've been told, and you said this is the age of information. Now, whether yeah. we choose to accept it or not, that's going to be the difference. That man that was standing up talking in that little uh, clip he played, every other word he was stuttering, which leads me to believe that he was lying. 
and yeah. to say, you know, these uh, these programs haven't worked. They haven't helped. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me just because you were raised with some type of decent spoon in your mouth that you have the right or the audacity to say that? Because the seniors that have worked, that haven't had mm. the opportunity that you did to go to college and get that education and all those mm. other things, and mm-hmm. now they depend on this stuff just to eat. Yeah. Just you know, to eat. You, they, yep. they, those people don't think about that because all they are programmed to do at these schools of learning are pro- yeah. they are programmed to pay in money to their 401k and to their pension and to get as much as they can as far as return. So one day when they do retire, they'll have a ton of money and they won't have to care about anything. And they go into government so that they can get um, that health care for the rest of their life. But they'll tell you, you don't need welfare. You're on welfare. Wait a minute. You go there for four years or eight years, and you're getting health care for the rest of your life, and you're getting a salary for the rest of your life. The American people are getting pimped, if you yep. want to break it down. Right. <laughs> That's right, especially, when, uh, especially with this thing against uh, uh, Trump and Putin and Russia. I'm staying out of it because that's a white man wall right there. They cousins and some kids and brothers. So any black person that's getting in the middle of that, they might be stupid. Okay, whatever going between Trump and Russia, Europe, and England and Germany, that's their business. Our business should be about uh, doing what we're doing. We either break bread together and eat together or we're going to starve together. Simple as that. Get out well, of we've that been man. That's Yeah, right. we've been starved. Yeah, and that's why I said earlier, that's why I said earlier, you know, uh, our people haven't always had as much as they have now. And you know what? Yeah. We've gotten this little bit and we've gotten so far removed from our grandmothers and grandfathers that grew up in those poor communities that had to help each other. And, you know, maybe they didn't know any better than to eat pork. And when they killed a hog, everybody got a piece of it. That's all they knew. And now Mm -hmm. that we're in this age of information. We should mm-hmm. know more and learn better and, and teach our children better. But the only thing we want to do is we want to live in everybody else's society except our own, in everybody <laughs> else's world except our own. And well, the book already said don't do that. See, if it, me, if it right. ain't in the Bible, I don't celebrate it. And, you're not, and, and let, we're not let supposed me, to. Let me break in here real fast. Um, one thing, first I want, to, I want to tell you about this bill, um, about the DNA thing. Um, it was sponsored by Representative Virginia Fox, Republican, out of North Carolina, and the bill, what the law would make it clear that employers who offered wellness programs and required genetic testing as part of them can legally charge workers who refuse the test a higher price for health insurance than workers who accept the test. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Affordable Care Act allows employers to charge workers at least 30% and up to 50% more for job-based health insurance if employees choose not to participate in a wellness plan program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, they flip the words, yeah. man. They flip the words, man. They make it sound good, but it always uh, the meaning is opposite. They're going to do the opposite thing. That's what they do. They flip everything yeah. upside down, even the time, man. When they flip the time last week, or move it up an hour, take it back an hour in the fall. If they keep, if they keep everybody off, off synchronization with this rhythm, rhythm of the clock of the sun and the moon, then they got them. That's mm-hmm. how they flip the dog on talking about New Year, January second, January first. Ain't no damn New Year. Mm. 
So that's hey, how they get into chaos. Huh? Check, check this out. Um, there's an uh, organization, but I'm not going to say organization. Um, what is the, the Moors? I think the Moors are, are, are um, making provinces in, in, in the United States for, for people of color. Um, what do y'all think about that? Now, my thing is, it sounds good. However, if you're still depending on Mr. Smith and his programs, then you're really not achieving anything except for we living in the same area. What y'all think about that? And Jabbar, I need you to come on and just explain this. But yeah, what do you think? Is that a good idea? Maybe that's the answer. Then we won't have to worry about, you know, dealing with, with I, I let, crazy. I'll let the other brother go ahead and see what he got to say first, and then because I'll think about well, it a little bit more. Before. Well, <laughs> well, the word more only means black. And so uh-huh. uh, people take that and, and try to frame it to be some type of organization or religion or whatever the case may be. And we've tried all these other things. We've tried the Nation of Islam. We've tried this. We've tried black separatists. That's all this, that's going to wind up being. And you can house mm. it however you want to. Now, whenever you break it down, and nobody can tell me, well, you know, because I believe in the book of the law, the Bible. Nobody can tell yep. me that it's fake because everything in there that it said about your black or brown behind was going to happen to you have or is happening. And so right. that that is not going to be our way. When we submit ourselves the way we are supposed to, that's when things will change for us. I'm not so much concerned about the other nations because as we can all see, they all love their own selves. The only people that mm. don't love their own selves is us. I, I, Ooh, say that why. again. Say that again. <laughs> we are the only people that don't love our own selves. Real talk. I'm going to uh. tell you why. Mm. Uh, me and my daughter, Fabi, was watching uh, a cartoon, and they were saying, well, uh, we don't know why the Sphinx's noses was, nose was broken off. And at the end of the cartoon, they had figured out why it was broken off. And they put it back on, and that nose wasn't wide and flattened. It looked like <laughs> a bell pepper like it was supposed to. They put a nose on long as Pinocchio's. And the Sphinx then had features that looked exactly like a white person. I ain't trying to sugarcoat this. I'm not trying to make it cute or pretty. Mm-hmm. But I say all that to say this. All these things, even from a child, we are taught to look at other people as being beautiful, successful, smart, and all of those things. And we're only, look, we're only supposed to look at ourselves as being of a lesser stature. And that's something that we have to get away from. And the only way we can get away from that truly is by dealing with our, which is the Bible. You see the other people in there also, and you see them doing the exact same thing that they're doing right now. There's no new thing under the sun. And so, no, we're not supposed to be considering ourselves to be the Moors because, again, Moors only means black. We are are the Israelites. And I'll say it over here. That's right. If your granddaddy on your daddy's side, and you consider yourself to be a black man, if he is a so-called white man, and your grandmother was a so-called black woman, that is not for you. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Your nationality, mm. according, and see, that's another thing right there. When you go in and say, oh, yeah, we the Moors, we, we the black people, you'll have people mm. in that organization who will have 
and we'll know that they have a so-called white man dangling on their family tree on their daddy's side. They'll never open their mouth up about it, and so it can't be successful. And the only way the Israelites are going to be successful is by keeping the commandments. That's what the Bible says. That's right. You're right about that, bro. I agree with you 100%. Don't bear witness. You're not going to make excuses and say, oh, well, Jesus died and I can eat what I want to. Or I can be a whoremonger or a lesbian or whatever the case may be. Because, see, look at this last holiday. that It was Purim. It was Purim on the 13th. See, they lied and say Friday the 13th was bad luck. It was good luck for the Israelites. It's in the book of Esther. I was just reading that last weekend. It was Purim when when uh, 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 Hanan, which was an Edomite, had tricked the king to, to kill the Israelites. And, and we're going to kill the Israelites on the 13th of March. All right? That was going to be a Friday the 13th. But God flipped the script, and Hanan got killed on Friday the 13th. That's why the white man say Friday the 13th, bad luck. But in actuality, that was a good luck for us Israel. And that was March the 13th, all right? That's that's what they call a holiday of Purim. When God spared the black Hebrews again, if you look it up, the well, Purim. Don't, don't just say been celebrated. That, that, that's, that's the thing about it right there, what you just said, the black he, the Hebrews, because the real. even, right, because even uh, Esau, it's the only difference is he was a so-called white man. He came out that's of right. his folk. He came out of his daddy, yeah. With right. his brother. I mean, they've been mad with us. They've right. been mad and with us ever since we way. got our blessing from God. They've been mad yeah. trying to steal our identity ever since then. Well, on, on the note that he had, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Talk just made uh, about Israel, the country of Israel, the land of Israel right now, those people living over there, they're not going Impossible. to stop sending them money. And the reason right. why they're not is because there's a lie that has to be continually perpetuated. And when you stop sending that money over there, what 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 then can they stand? Oh, wait a minute! I thought these were God's chosen people here, even though they're <laughs> having gay pride Wrong. festivals and all of this and that over there. Oh, which look is, at they, that! They say right, yeah. and they say that they live by the Torah. The Torah says mm-hmm. that that's that you're not no, you're not supposed to do that or be that way. See what mm. they're going so, off with the Talmud, the Talmud, the shit they wrote, the Talmud. Okay, they mm-hmm. flipped the whole Torah around upside down and came up with the Talmud, and that's the evil mm-hmm. damn book. They flip it around. See, their time is up, man. They even know. See, look at them. They trying to get everything we do. They want to have big lips, go get butt with uh, inductions and try to and get tan, trying to because they know who we are, man. They even stealing our <laughs> yeah. body parts, man. They want that DNA we got. That's why they stealing black people organs, man. All right, calm down, Wesley. I, I hear this oh, statement in your calm, voice. Let me get this in real fast. Let me get this in real fast. Yeah. All right, y'all, we got ten, about ten and a half minutes left in the live air time. We're going to go into oh, a little bit in overtime. So if you're not on the switchboard, you need to be 347-838-8622. And um, once again, if you can't come on the switchboard, thank you for listening, and I appreciate you very much. Let me bring Jabari in because Jabari um, has an interesting outlook on on things. So let me bring him into this conversation. Yeah, oh, brother Jabari, how you doing? Fine. How y'all? How's everybody doing? Shalom. Hey, what's going on, bro? All right, all right. Um, I don't know where to start, but let let me let me start with. Uh, you saying that more means more means black. More does not mean black. 
That's what mm. it's been believed to mean, but that's not what it means. Okay? Moors are the descendants of the ancient Moabites. Moabites. Um, known today as the descendants of the Moroccans. Okay? They're, the Israelites, they are Moors. Mm-hmm. Okay? No. No. Let, let me no. finish. Finish. Just like the Romans are European, Italians are European, just like the French are Europeans, different with us. Israelites, Nigerians are Moors. Any of the dark-colored people are considered to be Moors. Mm, okay. okay. So we are a nation of people, but within our nation we have other nations of people. Not other names, but we're still one nation of people. The same thing with the Europeans. They have different tribal names, French, German, Italian, Irish, but they're still one nation of people. Out in there, unless someone wants to talk about something else. Well, let me say this. As far as our our Polish American national government, we are a lawfully chartered and incorporated government. Okay? So all of the laws that apply to the different states do not apply to us. Unless we accept some type of benefit from the United States federal government. Okay? We are not subject to their laws. Statute mm-hmm. codes or ordinances. Every state passes its own laws for its own members or citizens. And unless you take some type of benefit from the federal government, then you aren't subject to their their laws and statutes, codes and ordinances. The problem with the states today is that they all receive federal funding. That's their problem. Once they start receiving federal funding, then the federal government has no right to come into their state and tell them what to do. So until they stop that, then the federal government pretty much can force them to abide by the agreement that they made accepting certain federal funds. And I yield the floor on that. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, now, you said that the federal government, um, they can pretty much can do and write laws however they please. Can you agree to that? Yeah, I would agree with that. They can break treaties if they choose to. Can you? Can we agree to that? Okay, so I say that to say this Being that they've broken over 400 plus treaties already With uh, the indigenous people that were here before Why do you not believe that you're not subjected to their laws When wherever, where where are you guys located? Where's your headquarters located at? Chicago Uh, In in the Congo, okay Uh, Oh, in in Chicago In Chicago, Chicago, Illinois You were breaking up, okay so, if there was a piece of property or land that the United States government or military or whatever the case needed, they couldn't come in and take it if they wanted to. Well, that that's that's a hypothetical question that you're. No, that's asking. true, man. That's that's true. History. I'm just. That, I'm asking you a yes or no. Yes or no. Yeah, if I'm they needed that. that property, could it, because you just said that you are not subjected to. The laws of this land. 
So let I'm asking ask. you. Wait a let minute. Ask. Don't ask a question with a, Don't ask a question with a question. Just answer mm-hmm. mine first. Yay or nay? Mm-hmm. If they yeah. wanted that property, could they come and take it? Yep. But to, if they wanted it for what? If they needed it for military, yeah, they would take it. <laughs> so that 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 doesn't stop me from being a part of our state. Mm-hmm. Under right. certain conditions, things are going to happen. So why should I not be active? Why should I sit and not do anything because of some of what something that could happen? No, that's nobody said. Happen, man. Well, they, they nobody said that, that you had. I'm sorry. All the treaties that they've broken with the, I'm assuming you're talking about the Indians. Those Indians were they separated themselves from the nation. Okay, that was their mistake. They were nomads. Okay, the treaty that really? the Moors have with the United States, which is still in force, is the 1836 Peace and Fit Treaty. It's still on record. Still okay. Active. Okay. But all right, the way that we as a people can enforce that treaty is that we have to form ourselves into a government which we have done now and it's through that government where we write our own laws for the benefit of our people our protection against the other state governments and municipalities okay we have the authority to form our own police force our own courts our own judges all of that we have that authority now and if you do yourself a favor and go to our government website, which is UnitedStatesRepublic.info, or you can go to UnitedStatesRepublic.us, you will see what we have done and what we are doing. We're passing our own laws, mm-hmm. okay? And I would, I mean, like we would like for more people to come into the government to take different seats within the government to help us administrate all the different agencies that we need to form in order to secure our rights under the authority that we already have. You finished? So the answer is we we have the answer. The only thing that we're lacking now is, is, is the desire and willingness to put forth the effort that it takes to build our government for the enforcement of our laws, for the protection of our people. Uh-huh. There's, no more, there's no more excuses unless you just don't want to do anything at all. Uh-huh. Okay, so 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 you you were in this treaty. You said it was 18 what? 1800 and what? 1836. 1836. 1836. 1836. Okay. Yes. Okay, 1836. You and, well, you're, well, that believed in what you're, what you're representing right now. They went to the United States government and petitioned for this? But for the treaty or for our established government? Which which one are you talking about? They went and petitioned the United States government for uh, the right to create their own laws and police force and all of those things. And for no, their own government. No, we did not petition them. What, what okay. we did, we completed our articles of incorporation mm-hmm. and filed that, those articles of incorporation through the state of Indiana, Secretary of State, we were granted. Okay. We were granted a charter, which is our ah. delegation, which is our delegation of authority. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have 
have our constitution and we started, you know, doing what we need to do. Now, okay. just because you are granted a charter from another state doesn't mean that they give you anything. They're just recognizing the right that you already have. That's what a charter is. That's what a grant is. Mm-hmm. That's what a grant is. And in our a part of our charter is that we have what's called charter immunity. And what that means is that just because we just because the state of Indiana granted us the charter doesn't put us up under their law. Okay? That's what charter immunity means. And our government okay. is immune from prosecution, just like all the other states are. That's why it's so difficult to sue a state or to sue a state employee, because they build into their laws immunities for their employees and for their officials. And in our government laws, through our Constitution, we've built in those same immunities for our citizens and for our nationals. And if you pull up our charter... Not our charter, excuse me, our Constitution. And if you go to Article 18, I'm sorry, Amendment 18 of that Constitution, you will see exactly what I mean as far as how our government, through its laws, have protected the nationals and the citizens from prosecution from the state statute, codes, and ordinances, rules, and regulations. I yield the floor. Okay, so I'll ask, I'll I'll make a statement then on that note because the first thing that you said is you had to go and basically ask, can you do these things, and we're granted the right to do them, and the same as I told Wesley a few minutes ago, that is within the Bible, that's Deuteronomy 28 and 48, that you would have to go to your enemies for the one of all things to even get that charter that you were talking about. To, to get that grant that you were talking about, you had to go to them, and they said, it's okay, yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead, yeah. But I tell you what, if you kill somebody, you're going to be subjected to these laws. If you run a stoplight, you're going to be subjected to these laws and all those other things. So it sounds good on the face, and like I said, with all of those other things that are out there that have our people clouded right now in the mind, this isn't one other thing that we really need to go into, and I'll tell you why. Because you said that the Moors were Moabites. The Moabite is a so-called Chinese man. That's not, that's not our people. That's not my people. I'm not going to claim them. And they weren't given the Bible. And these so-called Moors that you're talking about, they've fallen under the same situations that I am. So maybe these people that are claiming this Moor thing, maybe they should do a little bit more research into their own history and finding out who they are truly because that situation isn't really going to benefit us either because, you know, regardless of how nice it is on the face, sooner or later you'll get those people in those government seats that are going to do the exact same thing that they're watching these people in this wicked government do. It has to happen. I don't care how honest you start out in the beginning, sooner or later, a little taste of power, a little taste of freedom to do what you want to, people looking up to you, is going to get to you. That's a very good point. I'm done. Well, I, I will say this. Um, if anyone in our government or citizens or national commits a crime, 
meaning, um, you know, rape, murder, um, treason, a real crime, then we are not immune from the law. Those are crimes. Mm. We're, not, we're not immune from crimes regardless. However, when a state passes a statute, code, or ordinance for the purposes of regulating your behavior, okay, we are not subject to those types of statute, codes, rules, or ordinances, okay? Everyone is subject to the law. Everyone is subject to answering for crimes. Okay, so let, let's get that clear. The other moors that you're referring to who are having issues, I am 99% sure that none of those moors have procla- properly proclaimed their nationality to our nation-state government. Most moors believe that they can just say I'm a Moorish American and believe that they have a nationality. That's not the case. On an international law, in order for you to have a nationality, that nationality must be conferred upon you by a state, which has a government, which passes laws to determine who is and who is not a member of that state. Hey, my brother, let me ask you a question. Remember, uh, like last year, this young sister was in Baltimore, Maryland, Riding around talking about she a Moor with no tag, no registration, and and the police killed her. She had documentation. Remember that, Eric? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And that sister and got do. lynched and killed. And she talking about yeah, she claims she's a Moor and all that. Did y'all did y'all try mm-hmm. to help that sister out, man? No, we did not attempt to help that sister out. At at that. At that particular moment in time, I was not in the government. However, I will say this. I'm not speaking for the government on this particular situation. I'm speaking for, my, for myself now, okay? Sister Corrine, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think that was her name. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, even though she, like I said, even though you say you are a Moorish American, doesn't make you a Moorish American national, Okay. Meaning, mm-hmm. meaning she had no attachment to our state government, mm-hmm. which meant that she is technically still the property of the United States because she has not made that connection back to her state. And that go, that's true for 99% of the Moors out here. Now, Maybe, what our well, government, well, you, what our government could have I don't know why it did not do it at that time, but had it tried to interfere in that situation under international law, it would have been a violation because one state cannot get into the business of another state governing, if, if you follow what I'm saying. However, Moore Science Temple that was located in Baltimore, Maryland, from my personal opinion, they're the ones who should have stepped in on her behalf. Now, I'm going to say this last thing. Sister Corrine, in my opinion, if she, I hate to say this, but i got to say it. <laughs> um, I don't think she handled that situation properly. Um, I think she should have 
taking the issue to court, and she she wasn't going to get a fair shake through court regardless anyway. But I think that would have been a better way to have handled the situation and then maybe have thought proclaiming her nationality properly through our government, which she may not even know existed because a lot of people don't know it exists, but it does exist. So um, I'm not trying to condone what happened to her, but I just think it, it could have been handled a different way. And, yes, the more science people in Baltimore should have stepped in and assisted that sister, but for whatever reason, they did not. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. So if they would have so, stepped up to help can, her, that would have put y'all right on the map with y'all trying to get to get people to uh, join, man. That right there was the opportunity for right there to go ahead and let folks know what the deal is with y'all, man. They brought the opportunity. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you on that. I can't disagree with so, you on that at all. Let me let me ask a question. Um, uh, just I, I want to know for my own uh, information. Um, now, if if I were to um, join, and this is an organization, right? It's a government. It's not an organization. Okay. It is a okay. lawfully I, and incorporated if, government. If I were to join that government, could I be uh, could I be a, 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 a Alpha Phi Alpha or Freemason or anything of that nature? You can you can be that. However, when you join our government. You have to take an oath of allegiance to our government. Mm. Okay, so if if your allegiance is going to be to the Kappas or to the Masons, then I would suggest that you not join your nation state. So you say right. you can't serve two masters, huh? You can't serve two exactly. masters. Exactly, and that's the Bible, out there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, but we're yeah, at the same time we're not supposed to take an oath whatsoever and just yeah. serve the Most High willingly. See that right. in itself, that within itself is sin within itself. That's idolatry. It is. You going and you going to serve and and uh, worship a, a pledge and oath to a government. That this is one of the reasons why my one year old is going to be homeschooled because she's never going to learn the pledges of a pledge of allegiance. And the uh, all those other foolish things that we're supposed to do as good quote Americans, um, and you you say Moorish American, Moorish American. So I mean this, that that term American all within itself is something that I would think or assume that you all were supposed to be trying to get away from, knowing that it came from Amerigo Vespucci on his face. So let me ask you I a question: Y'all pay income taxes? Y'all what, pay income taxes, man? Income taxes. Currently, yes, we do, but that is that's something that we are working away from. Once we get our tax division up and running, we would start paying taxes to our state, just like everyone else pays taxes to their state for the benefit mm-hmm. of their state. Okay? So there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with taxes as long as those taxes are going to the benefit of the state into your nation and getting back to the oath yes we do take an oath not to the government per se but to the state to our nation of people so that we know that whatever comes upon us that we'll know who is with us and who is not going to be with us during the good times and the bad times 
you don't want to be, if you don't want to give your oath, that to us it shows that you aren't loyal, you aren't with us. You're really not about your your nation. You're just out right. seeking. That that that's a sign of not willing to take an oath. Right, and and on that note, right there, there have been several situations where you have had so-called. This is just the black movement. There have been several of those so-called black movements where the FBI, the CIA, sent in operatives, and yeah, they'll stand there beside you and they'll swear the oath and all those things. But when it comes time for everybody to uh, pay the piper in the end, they'll be the ones standing opposite of you. So you 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 do know that there 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 are operatives out there that's watching everything that you're doing. You say Judas is man, Judas is man. Of course we know that, but within our government, um, I mean, we have nothing to hide. I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing everything according to law. We are not a black organization out. I mean, that's just not, we're not an organization. We, we, we do everything according to the law. So now, the law is our protection. If the law does not protect us, then... What is anything? What's the purpose of anything? Mm-hmm. Whose law are you talking about? about? Say again, y'all. Y'all talk over each other. Oh, no, I, was I, asking... I said we things by the law at at our government, United States of America Republic. We do things according to law. This mm-hmm. is the we are the first Moorish, or let me just say. Talking your language, the first black government that ha- that has existed since um, the 1800s, since we came out of slavery. None of our leaders have even attempted this. None of our leaders have even uh, uh, proposed this. Um, they've always tried to incorporate us into a government, into a system that was never really meant for us. And there's nothing wrong with them not wanting us in their government because, again, their government and their nation is for their people first. We need to realize that. We need to come to the realization that we need a nation and a government for our people, for our protections. We can all live on the same land and go out and do commerce and business together, but when it comes to the protection of our rights, you need a state government that's going to be there to to make sure and to secure your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That sounds too much like America to me, man. And that's exactly what that is. That that whole ideology right there is an American ideology. And it it you in the land where your foreparents came as captives, and it's just a, a couple of words on a piece of paper that's. Ensuring that you're quote unquote Not a captive right now And to think that Because you have a government That would save you Behind the laws that they create and change All the time and On top of that they are the ones With the military might With the police force So the government That you have And the uh, Laws that supposedly Protect all of us we see all the time that those laws don't protect all of us. And even if you have a ton of money, 
such as uh, like, uh, for instance, O.J. Simpson had a ton of money at his disposal. And those laws, every, every turn that you can think of that they could twist something to make him guilty, they tried it. Even when it was proven that he was innocent, they were still saying always, well, he got away with it and he was guilty. So those laws, man, those, those laws, those law, none of these laws are for us. They don't protect us because in my truck right now, I'm driving, and, and I could get stopped right now. I'm minding my own business. My tags are everything good. I don't have any warrants or nothing. I get out of the truck. The man asks me a question. He don't like the way I answer. He punched me in my mouth, and I defend myself, and I get killed. Guess what happens then? Nothing, nothing, nothing. And so, the, so we have to understand that our protection doesn't come from this carnal stuff here. Because these words that they put on these pages, they don't even believe them, and they definitely don't live by them. So I have no faith in them whatsoever. Well, see, what confused me, man, what confused me, okay, I know uh, Hebrew is like Israel, but it was some black indigenous people over here, man. And that's what I'm trying to see. Oh, I think my brother's trying to go with the laws of the, uh, of the indigenous people that was already over here, man. So that's what conflicted me. I'm stuck in uh, being the indigenous people already over here that was out before they brought the captivities of slavery over here and they intermingled, and that's what kind of confused the whole thing up right there. Well, what you have to well, what, what, is, what, um, what confuses the whole thing up is your belief that the people on one side of the continent and the people on this side of the continent are different people. We're we're one nation. We're just different tribes. And not everyone who uh, was here um, was a slave. And not everybody, uh, um, how do I want to say it? Yes, it's true that a lot of us were brought over here as slaves, but more of us were, were here living free. And they renamed us as Indians. Okay, we were part of a Moorish Moroccan empire, broken up in different tribes, different nations. So, so once you get that cleared up in your head that we're that we're the same people, just different tribal names, then you can move on to to actually see how we are not born from one another. Wesley, now. Uh... Oh, oh, when, when you spoke of the laws not applying to to us, well, it's true because of your status. There's something called the Christian Black Codes, and that's what black people are under today. You're under municipal laws, Roman rule. And the way that you stop their police force from coming against you is you form your own police force. But you can't do that in the status of a black man. Okay, you have to have a government which has which is recognized as having delegated authority, the the authority to even form a police force. If you don't have that authority, then you're going to be looked at as um, a terrorist organization or some black radical organization. You're 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 operating outside of law. You're operating outside of international law. Believe it or not, the United States. They are operating according to international law. It's just that you don't know that. You don't know understand international law and the power that international law has over the United States. 
Oh, yeah, I agree with you on that United Commercial Code, man. That's what we are on, the United Commercial Code. Right. So anything mm-hmm. that you try in your, in your status, of course you're going to be bumping your head. You're going to be taken advantage of because you're not really technically um, a first-class citizen, a, a state citizen, because you don't have your own state. You're part of someone else's state as a subject who has been given civil rights, privileges, and immunities and can be taken away at any time without them even necessarily telling you. They just do it. So once you have your own government, you can write your own laws. The other states have to respect it according to international law. You can form your own police force for the protection of of your people. You can form your own courts on down the line. You do what the other state's doing. But if you don't believe so, that, then, you know, continue operating the way that you are. Or so you can I ask with- a question. What, what would happen I, – I didn't mean to cut you off. What would happen in a – what would I need a, a, a court of law for if I commit a crime and the state is going to um, punish me accordingly anyway? What would I need a court of law for uh, under – being a more if I commit a crime like I say what matter of fact what would you and I have to go to the court the Moore's court for well the reason why it's best to have your our own court is because you would be tried by other Moors who are who would either be more sensitive to the way that maybe you're thinking um, your upbringing they would take other things into considerations that may be a jury of other nationalities may not. So mm-hmm. you're just going to get a fair trial, fair okay. trial when you're being tried by your own nation of people. Okay. Okay, and so that's, that's just, the benefit of having your own state court. I got you. So to receive Thanks. some more compa- possibly more compassion, sympathy, or empathy. Correct. But if, okay. if, your, if your people of your nation are sincere and God-fearing, let's put it that way, then if you do commit a crime against someone of another nation, then you should be convicted. It's, it's, it's not going to be an escape hatch for you just because you got your mm-hmm. own court. You know, right. If you so do the crime, which, you got to do the time. Right. So uh, which which God is this that you're referring to? Well, you can call it the creator, whatever you want to call it. It's the supreme uh, being, whatever you want to, whatever you want to refer to it as. It okay. Now, with that being said, uh, knowing that I understand that much, and you say whatever I want to refer to it as, where would I get the laws or statutes or commandments that would govern me accordingly to his way of thinking or its way of thinking? Well. Now, I haven't read all of the Holy Scriptures. I won't even mm-hmm. lead you to believe I've done that. However, I will start with the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say this. I believe all Holy Scriptures show you how you should conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever book you want to pick up, it has laws in it to govern yourself and to govern your spirit. So... I mean, whichever one you wanna you wanna go, whatever your quote unquote religion.
religion is or your faith is. I think oh, it's, okay. it's safe faith, you know. So it would be fine for this person to believe in the Bible and that person to believe in the Quran and this person to be a Buddhist monk or Hindu or whatever you want to call it. All of those would be fine for all of us to say that we coexist. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, that that within itself on his face would be Christianity and confusion because uh, in the Bible it says you'll have no other gods but me. And so I don't respect Allah. I don't respect Buddha. I don't respect those things because those people go over to Mecca and walk around that that rock, which is that's idolatry. And they believe that that's something that's holy and sacred. So right. that conflicts that that conflicts within itself on the face with the Bible already. So as as the scriptures say, can two walk together unless they be agreed? No. We wouldn't walk together because we don't agree. And this would be the most important thing to us in our entire lives, to include your mother, your father, your children, and everything. Your hmm. relationship with your creator has to be more important to you than else. And so I would agree with that you. on its face that on its face it, it couldn't work because we've tried these things before. And we've tried all these different avenues before. I, I know the man that lived across the street from me when I was growing up, he was Catholic and his wife was Baptist. That house was divided already because they had two different ideologies as far as the excuse me, the creator was concerned. And that, that's on its on its own. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I would agree with you 100%. However, the purpose of government is to secure your rights, okay? Not to negate mm-hmm. our faith or religion necessarily. So, mm-hmm. so what you do with your faith and religion, that's up to you. But when you come out of that church, that synagogue, that mosque, and when the world governments and municipalities come after you, you need to have state government protecting your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Your religious beliefs, those are those are yours. I mean, everybody in our government, to my understanding, yes, we are Moors, we, we, we uh, um, go by the prophet Noble Drali, but realistically, we know that not everybody is going to um, have the same faith that we do. As Moors, we honor all the prophets. We, you know, w- we recognize everyone's religion because that's mm-hmm. their, that's personal to them. But when we come mm-hmm. into government, our government is there to secure those rights, life to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What you do in your spiritual life, that's up to you because we understand that, hey, it, it's coming all from one source. Whether or not no. the... the the Muslims over in, in the Middle East walk around the the, the 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 cube there. That's on them. That that's their tradition. You know they can have that tradition. That doesn't mean I have to do it. That doesn't mean our government is going to make a law necessarily to um, um, force that on everybody else. No. Mm-hmm. And mm. just 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 as you just said. Um, you said that it was all coming from the same, uh, all from the same source, right? Correct. 
Okay, well, I'm going to read you one thing real quick on what the Bible says. And this is coming out of Ecclesiastes Sirach in the Apocrypha, chapter 17 and 17. For in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people. But Israel is the Lord's portion, whom being his first his firstborn, he nourishes with discipline, and giving him the light of his love does not forsake him. And that's talking about this Bible. The Bible was only given to the Israelites. And so the Israelites don't have the opportunity to sit down and say, hey, you know what? Well, if you want to be uh, Seventh-day Adventist, if you want to be Jehovah's Witness, if you want to be uh, Catholic or whatever the case may be, that's fine. You're with us. No, that's not fine because you weren't given that religion in the first place. You was given these commandments to keep. That's going to be a division within itself because the people that's going to be true to the understanding of the word, they're going to do what the word says. And when we start to compromise on the word, we might as well throw everything else to the wayside. You know, even something as simple as what um, Wesley was saying. Wesley, your answer is in the Bible as far as these quote-unquote indigenous people that were here. When they were were released, mm-hmm. you can read that in the book of Second Address. All so, so, the, so you saying you saying that the black people that was already over here, the folk slavery, or uh, they was the Israelites too? That what you saying? I tell you what, you go to Second Address chapter thirteen and start reading uh, the whole thing, and once you get to verse forty-two, you see it for yourself. Okay, I hear you, bro. That's where the understanding comes from. When our people came out of that Assyrian captivity, they were told they mm-hmm. could stay there, but they wanted to leave those heathen mm-hmm. and go to a place where no man had ever lived and keep the commandments because that was what had them in captivity in the first place, which is what has us in captivity right now. And we fighting that thing because we, wanna, we want to uh, marry ourselves to the other people and have some of their ways and do some of the things that they do. Christianity says, let me get this big old pie right here and put all these religions on here and say, uh, what, what is it called? Um, e-racism. Or we all one people and let's all uh, live under this one banner of religion, which is a we accept it all. That's not mm-hmm. the way it works. And that's not the way the creator of this heaven and earth and all things is going to expect it to work because he gave his children specific rules, just like those people in Mecca. The only way they got to uh, that uh, Quran is those people Mm. were sitting listening to the Israelites because they took a lot of the Bible and married their ways and customs to uh, to it and called it the Quran. That's how that happened. The women dressed in all that black, the scriptures say that the woman is supposed to be adorned modestly. All those things. They keep it Friday uh, as a day of rest. Saturday is the Sabbath. Mm. All of those and things. One, man, one, we, 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 sorry, can't, we can't, like I said, we can't marry ourselves to those other people and their religions, and we can't agree to that thing because it's going to be sin for us. They can live and do however they want to. 
but we are held to a higher standard. That's the problem. We don't want to hold up the standard. Because when you do, mm-hmm. it says Saturday, you can't go and play football or whatever you like to do. You got to rest. Friday night, you can't go to the movies because it's the Sabbath. Something that simple. A woman is not supposed to wear a pant. Our people are here in America thinking all these things are A-OK because we don't want to change. We refuse to change. And we can go and create our own governments and create laws, and we can do all of these things as long as they allow us to. But when we start to infringe on their beliefs and they want to take something from us that they've given us, they'll come and change all of those things and say, you know what? I understand we gave you this privilege, but we're taking it away. And the rest of the world will stand with them on that, too. You are absolutely correct. And, and I mean, there's plenty of examples of um, that actually happen, happening. Um, it's 4.30, so what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and um, get your last words in so we can um, get on out of here. So, but last in, first out, that's the way I do it. So, Jabbar, you up first, sir, your last words. Last words. Uh, again, Eric, thanks for letting me uh, come on your show and talk a little bit about our government. And for um, anyone out there who's listening who uh, wants to uh, become a part of their nation state, repatriate back to their nation state for the protections of their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, uh, go to UnitedStatesRepublic.info, UnitedStatesRepublic.info. And come on home. Peace. All right. Thank you, sir. And anytime, you know, you're welcome. All right. Wesley, you're next. Hey, that was a good informative, uh, good session of correspondence information. But uh, peace and blessing. We are uh, Israel. Peace and blessing. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Wesley. And you have a great weekend as well. All right, low. Last but not least, Big Daddy, it was good rapping with you, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't stay away hey. so long next time. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, man. It's just um, in studying and schedules and work and everything. You know, it's always something. But you're absolutely right, man. And, and these are avenues to get information out, whether it be good information or terrible information you know um people are going to pick and choose what they want to hear and Mm -hmm. i i charge anybody to actually try to live in accordance to what the bible say and not not according to what they've been taught because Mm. if you think about it we coveted and i I say like this our foremothers and forefathers coveted on those plantations what those people did and they took some of those ideologies and they made them their own and put customs with that. Mm-hmm. Wesley was talking about Christmas and Easter and all that stuff, things in the beginning. Those were the customs mm-hmm. of those people. And so now it's common. The family gets together for Christmas and Easter and all those things. We have to remove ourselves from that stuff and come back to our Father, our power. These things that I'm saying, you can find them in the New Testament. You just have to know how to look for them. And I, I'll, send, I'll tell it. Uh, www.lawlife.isteaching.com and there's a ton of information for your and my edification man. We all, we all have the age of information here 
and so we must mm-hmm. use it wisely. Yeah, these women, just like now, I'm sitting here waiting to go into Walmart, older lady walking by, pants so tight. I mean, it's, you know, our women mm-hmm. have to come out of these things. Our brothers, when I was in Atlanta, it was a gang of young boys out there, all of them sodomites. We have mm-hmm. to come out of all of those foolish things, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until, yeah, until we do. We are subject to all of these things that these people do, even if we do call ourselves creating our own government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. And stay out the mud holes, man. Stay out the mud holes. All right. All right, man. All right. What a wonderful show, man. I tell you, a lot of information. We got a lot done today, and it's good being back, man. I tell you, didn't have too many, too many um, mess ups today. I like that. All right, so we'll be hopefully we'll be back on the air for Monday next Monday, um, if everything goes well. <laughs> Lately, I don't know, but anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man, because if you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right. So with that being said, we're going to take you out of here with some um, uh, United United, and uh, if I can ever find it, I thought I had moved it up here. And uh <laughs> Oh, man, you ever lose? Oh, there it is. All right, so anyway, y'all be good, man. (laughs) I'll see y'all Monday. Enjoy your weekend.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.